Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. Just a man that has a nickname, what was that to say with no shame? Thursday, July 28, 2022. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Crazy wild times right now, as always. Look forward to catching up on the sports world today. I've been trying to pop in and do a solo pod this week. Just been trying to get all my notes together and... Everything going on in the sports world seems to be endless. Rich got some time to stop by today, so I decided to come through, chat with Rich a little bit, and hopefully get a little solo on the way out before I have to head to work. Been busy trying to work as many hours as I can, teach as much golf as I can, and continuing to try and keep my spirits up. Um, Going on my first vacation, really, since my mom passed this weekend, heading to Block Island, my first time going to Block Island. Looking forward to that. Got a golf tournament coming up in a few weeks. Looking like I'll have Boosh on the bag, so I'm excited about that. Excited about the NFL season. That's less than about 45 days away now. Opening kickoff of 2022-23 NFL season. Obviously, the NBA offseason continues to bring headlines of where Kevin Durant might go, if he might go anywhere else than playing for the Brooklyn Nets. And you're still waiting to see some free agency moves and any other trades that might happen with obviously rumors around those trades. Because apparently that's what everybody wants to talk about, where players might go. Rather than talking about things like finally Brittany Griner has been at least contacted by the U.S. in terms of Russia for some type of grant or release along with some other American captive male, um, of course. Uh, Just been trying to follow along with that, follow along, stay in touch with things that are happening, obviously both good and bad, and obviously enjoying the sports. Been watching a little bit more baseball than I ever have, really. I've been trying to watch it because talking it a little bit with Chu, then Chu hasn't been around much to talk it, so... Not going to talk it as much, even though I've got most of the same takes on it. Um, Besides the fact that uh, it is more interesting to watch if you're betting on it, and people betting on sports is definitely popping off. A lot of interesting conversations with just average folk, strangers, and then obviously my friends here on the podcast. Anyway, that tunes in and listens. Appreciate all love and support for that. As always... Be a good show today. Check us up on my Instagram or Twitter page at Seggy Station. Always got a live version up on my Twitch stream. It's underscore Seggy underscore G. And obviously social media rules the way. Now a day. Living a highlight society. It'll just be interesting to see what the next uh, thing is besides TikTok and podcasting. Because... Ain't going to be that way forever. Uh, things change. That's seen a lot of change right now, not only in the sports landscape, uh, particularly with PJ Tour and Live Golf, but uh, baseball trying to make some changes, college football, and that entire landscape has completely been turned upside down. And now you're being hearing talks from all these coaches about how college football needs an intervention. I've been saying this for about two years now. So now all of a sudden you start paying the, the players and Football's all out of whack, but uh, uh, it's just funny to me. A lot of things are funny to me. A lot of things got me shaking my head, like Jalen Brown, who's constantly in uh, trade rumors, and I would trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant in a heartbeat, uh, especially if I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm surprised. Uh, Duke, as a diehard Celtics fan, would not do that. Um, yeah, I got a lot of things I want to touch on, sports-related, non-sports-related. Uh, Probably could get into some of that before Rich gets here and flip the stuff on. Might might do that, but uh, should be a good show today. Rich should be here in about 20 minutes or so, so I'll either jump back in and fire everything up or wait for Rich and try and do so at the end, but enjoy the show. Appreciate the love. What's up? How are we doing? How you living? <sighs> Can't complain. How about you? What have you been up here? Uh, yeah, same. Can't complain. It's been hot as hell, so 
been getting mostly stuff done inside, uh, a few things here or there, but other than that, just been working and, you know, same old shit, you know, going, doing whatever. Capture, at least NFL starting to wind up here. Yeah, finally. Another, I don't know, I think it's like five or six more Sundays, or not, not too many more. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm definitely hyped for that. Yeah. Fantasy, fantasy season sports. be another month like the tech's coming out. Uh, yep. You know, and kind of how I feel about how that whole thing's breaking down is how I feel about everything, you know? I couldn't agree more with how you responded in that. Like, I literally was basically going to type that, and then I saw that you said that, and I'm like, I was going to respond, and then I'm like, I mean, there's really not much more else to be said. Like, that couldn't be any more well said. Uh, Like, to me, it's got to be 13 or 14, and it makes sense to try and get it to 14 as much as it sucks. I mean, just shitty situation. uh, 13 or 14? I think it's got to be 12 or 14. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, We either got to lose one or get one. I feel like we can't do the 13, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could just do the whole thing with the buy. It doesn't doesn't really matter if you just keep it at 13 but yeah i guess i totally disagree with knocking a guy out because it's like what the fuck now we're gonna lose two guys this year like that's kind of dumb like i don't know if I, that... I don't think it's, they would never force anyone out i think it's just more so you know if anyone would want to say it now because it's the time like don't don't say next year you want out like say it say it now before we go get another person yeah yeah i agree um, there I don't know. I think it's just. Well, I think it's just weird. You know, everyone's gonna have like a different. I don't know. I don't. I personally would not want to like that last proposal that came in. I don't know if you saw that. I wouldn't want to run the team for a week. Like fuck that. Like what the what the fuck. Like I don't. What do I care about the team for a week for? Everyone has their own invested interest. Someone's gonna do some shady shit, and where if someone's gonna get pissed off, and then it's like this could have been avoided by just a normal person running the team or not running the team. Yeah, which is why I said 13 no or 14. Shot. There's no shot over 16 weeks. We have 13 different people run the team, and someone doesn't pull some, like, dropping a player, adding some player. They weren't – like, some shit's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. I agree, and that's why you can't do that. Like, I don't understand why that would even yeah. be an option. That's basically my point, but I guess that's how everything is, man, because I hear some crazy takes about some sports stuff, non-related sports stuff, and I'm like, what? Like, how is that even – how is that even – what you think about the situation, but yeah. I, I, you know, whatever I digress. Um, all right. I had a few things and we'll touch on some NBA, uh, five things would seg, but just real quick for topic of the day. I just need, I just, I just want you to give me a little bit of credit on this. Cause I feel like I haven't been able to solo pod because of this. I just been feeling so messed up because of this. But I saw that the White House come out and said COVID's going to be around forever. I've been seeing all this shit like, oh, you're either going to get COVID or have COVID. I've been saying this since like COVID originated, bro. I swear to God, I've been saying this since literally right when COVID came out and my neighbor was still alive and we were talking about COVID. I literally was like, I was on the track with him that everyone's going to either get it or have it at some point in this life and it's going to be around forever. And all these people acting like it's going to go away or it's chilling or... Dude, it's affecting, like, I see dudes that still can't play in baseball games in Toronto. Like, it's, you acting like this shit ain't going to be getting bad for the NBA in the winter is where I disagree with you a few pods back. My point here is, I hate being right about some things, then obviously you're going to be wrong about some things, and I think that's kind of worked me up on some of the stuff on the pod, too, where I come in and I'm like, damn, like, was really wrong about that. I don't know how I'm going to talk about that. Ooh, was really right about this, but really don't want to talk about this anymore. Dude, this shit sucks, man. This shit's out of control, totally shitty, and it's literally how I feel about everything, man. Just how I feel about, like, the fantasy football conversation, any sports conversation we could talk about, anything you want to talk about on a platform at this point reminds me of COVID because that's how fucking out of control everything is and how everyone feels differently really about it and it's just i don't even know i don't even know and i 
I think you'd be you'd be crazy to say that it's not going to impact the NBA going forward. And and I'd be crazy to think that as well, honestly. Um, but at the same time, I also I saw this. I also saw this. I also saw this, which I I want to say this, and then I'll let you respond, and then we'll keep it moving. Which is, if that's the case, Rich, if it's around forever, then how can we keep going with these mandates and these mask mandates and these regulations for not only sports leagues but regular people when it's like bro it's gonna be around forever it's gonna be around forever it's like every other illness like what the fuck is going on here like i was literally telling my boss about this like i was like dude i'm gonna be so mad if come winter time i have to wear a mask here again because it is bad right now in the summer i don't have to wear a mask here i don't have to wear a mask anywhere i go and now all of a sudden we're gonna have to wear a mask again come winter time and like all it's just like i don't know man the whole thing I'm telling you, I just see these waves, bro, and it just annoys me because everybody just wants to act like everything's all fine, cool, and dandy, and traveling everywhere, and this and that, and it's just like, it don't matter because it's what? It's summertime? I don't know. It just pisses me off. It shouldn't It shouldn't have to make winter different because summer is is getting like there's nothing, but it's it's still, like, it's going on forever. Can we just get to that point? Like, you get what I'm saying? It's just fucking annoying yeah, at this point so in sports, gonna... too. I'm not going to act like I really know shit here because I haven't been keeping up on all the COVID stuff like I was I don't know, during the last few years of it going on. But my thing with it is whether it's smallpox, any other pandemic plague kind of that's been around in the past, there wasn't as much resistance to getting vaccinated for it. Like there were just higher vaccination numbers. So like none of these things ever go away we're just able to fend them off because vaccinations, people get it over time, whatever the reason is. I think there's just been more resistance to this. I'm not going to act like that's the 100% the issue because I haven't been keeping up on stuff right now. But in terms of bringing it to sports, I don't think it'll ever be an issue like we've seen it be an issue the last two years because in everyday life, we don't see it be an issue like that anymore, whether that's because of people being vaccinated, whether that's because of people already having it, whether that's because of people just paying less attention to it, probably a mix of all three, to be honest. But I'm I'm not saying it won't have an impact. Like, I'm sure there will be players that miss games due to COVID. But it's never going to be like, in my opinion, it's never going to be like how it was two years ago, where it's like, they had oh, a wow, bubble. Joe Johnson's yeah. back in the NBA. Joe Johnson's back because the Celtics <laughs> can't field a roster. Wow, look at that. Like, I think it's going, I think we're going to be good on, like, we had a whole, like, I remember it's not even funny, year. but it, it is funny. Stoudemire yeah. being worked out, Gerald Green being worked out, like all these guys. That, like I don't think we're going to be there. I think we'll be at a point where a guy or two misses, a G League guy comes up, a bench man starts playing. But like I don't think it's going to be an enormous issue going forward. I'm sure people will miss games for it. I think the NBA was like there are multiple reports. Last thing I'll say from every podcast I listen to, there are multiple reports that a player on the Phoenix Suns was playing through having COVID in the last few games. All the reports are that it was Chris Paul and he was playing through having COVID. So, like, if that's true, the NBA was like, you're fucking good. This isn't an issue. We're not having Chris Paul miss these games because of COVID. He looked like shit out there if that was the case. But point being, I think if it were in a crucial moment, like, <clears throat> or if it's a Magic versus Thunder game and, like, they're like, oh, no, Lou Dort has COVID. Yeah, Lou Dort's probably missing the game. If it's the fucking playoffs, Suns versus Mavs, I think Luke is playing through COVID, bro. <laughs> yeah, all right. I got a few thoughts there, but I'll try and save those for uh, when we get to the NBA. Um, I would just say this on the back end of the, that conversation. Like, the way I feel about it, too, honestly, is, like, there we're, we're watching games with nobody in the stands. And I get it. I'm watching some baseball games right now where there's literally nobody in the stands. I guess it's too hot. I don't know. Maybe it's because they're charging way too much for a fucking baseball game. Uh, but there's nobody nobody in the stands. Now, all of a sudden, stands are full, bro. You got Subway Series absolutely sold out. You got concerts, fucking bars, everything sold out, bro. Max capacity, bro. It's fucking... It's crazy. It's crazy to think of some of the stuff we were doing and that now we're doing but i'm just trying to say is like are we gonna go back to what we were doing like come winter or are we you know i'm not i don't know it's just it's just fucking annoying to me that's just the way i feel um yeah we'll see at this point um i think there's a lot of change with that and i think there's a lot a lot of change in uh sports i've been talking about it with like the sports gambling obviously but to stay away from that because we normally always talk about that um, obviously I think the NFL is 
the best and always has been the best with this kind of adapting obviously the game changing the game and adapting to what the fans want all these things that the nfl is basically the head honcho at when it comes to major professional sports and other sports but i think you're seeing more of it dude i think you're seeing a lot more of it now in the nba like where they're looking at like literally off off uh rules in the off season and trying to change rules and in-season tournament and things play in tournament like I think they've done a lot of things like that, in my opinion, remind me of the NBA, uh, the NFL, and really have gotten a lot of excitement even more in the off in the off season. As much as you know, I'm not watching as much summer league, and I'm listening to the trade rumors, and I don't really give a fuck about the rumors. Like, let me just see what happens. Um, you know, I'm intrigued and obviously pumped up for the NBA season, but I think some of the things they're doing when I talked about the rule changes, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of change in sports. And I think the NBA is starting to be like the NFL. I think the MLB, as much as they're lagging behind, is going to make some changes. You're going to see some changes in the MLB. You're seeing it. I know you don't like to talk college football, but, dude, college football is literally something totally different than it's ever been. I, I don't know enough people that are, like, big into college football. I'd have to go back down south for that. When I was down south, that was a big thing. But, like, Jesus, bro, it is it is totally out of control and different right now. And I think it's going to affect other college sports going forward. And... It's the same thing with the PGA Tour and Live, and we talked about it last pod, how much change is happening in golf. Like, change everywhere, dude. But I think sports is really changing hard right now. And, you know, I'd let you respond after saying that. Uh, I say this about the NBA. I saw Steph Curry. He's like the 14th oldest player in the NBA right now. And I'm sure you also saw this. The No active player has beaten the Sacramento Kings in the playoffs uh, currently. Those are two stats that I read and I'm sitting back and I'm like, I'm like, wow. Okay. Like the NBA is getting really young right now and I feel super old and B I'm sitting back and I'm like, okay. Yeah, this is, this is definitely something that I'm like, wow. Okay. This is blowing my mind right now. Actually, these two things. And I'm like, all right, whatever. (laughs) Seriously. When did the I think the Kings last made the playoffs and like I'm trying to look right now. I want to say like 2001 or like something like that. Yeah, but I'm just trying to uh, dude, there's not that many people in the league that are like uh Steph Curry's age and older. Like it's limited. No, 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 I know, I know. And so no, it's just it's, like it's holy a shit. amount of people. Like we think of It's just wild cuz we think of Steph is like a up and coming guy cuz of when he was challenging LeBron and those Cavs teams, but at the same time when he was doing that like Steph did either three or four years at Davidson. So he didn't come in as young as some other guys and took a few years to develop once he got into the league and turned into, like, the Steph Curry we know. That wasn't until, like, 2015, 16 that started happening. I can't remember his draft class. I want to say he was 09, 09 draft class maybe. So it took him a while to get to the point of, like, the MVP Steph Curry. And, yeah, it's crazy. There are only a few guys that are up there older than him. Like, I don't have the list, but what, like, Harden, Ross, Mello, Ron, or- <clears throat> White hours. There aren't that. There aren't that many of them. No. I wonder. I wonder that list if it's it was only counting active players because there's a lot of guys, a few guys older than Steph that will be active that aren't currently like Mellow, like White, like you know, like Avery Bradley, Ted Bazemore, like these random guys that are older get signed. I don't know <clears throat> if that was important. Yeah. I saw some word of um, Warriors are one of the teams expressing interest in Mellow. Nice, dude. That'd be cool for you. That'd be really cool for you. Cool to see him be on a good team. I really don't want to see the Warriors win again. And I, like, of course they'd get mellow. And it'd be the one year I'm like, you know, I won't be mad if they win. Like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Oh man. Um, He doesn't. I mean, like, I don't know. I struggle to see him getting a whole bunch of burn there. Like, all right, I'll try and. uh, We can go on. Only thing we could go on after this. This is more of a Warriors point than a mellow point, but. They didn't even play, like, Moses Moody or Kaminga in the playoffs aside from, like, two, three minutes in some games. And, like, those are guys that they weren't not ready to play. Like, they were ready to play. The Warriors just had some endless depth. So, I think Melo, whoever, whatever veterans the Warriors sign, you're probably going to struggle to get burned. It's like Moody and Kaminga weren't getting it, and on other teams would have been. So, Warriors are still going to be really good. They bought in DiVincenzo. Yeah. Down to how good Steph and Draymond still are, but yeah, I'm not buying the Warriors to win a championship. We'll try and talk about a little bit of it. Oh, uh, not to win a, not uh, to win a championship. No, so. Yeah, they'll be good for sure. I mean, it's the Warriors. Uh, 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things go with Draymond uh, thing. I got some smoke on that before we get out of here. But let me just uh, let me just very, very last thing, very last thing. I'm sorry. They only played, I think it was maybe ten games or something like that with like Clay, Draymond, and Steph last year. So like they threw that together kind of not on the fly. They've done it for years, but like the most recent iteration with Clay together on the fly in the playoffs. Like they could end up being really good next year in the regular season, being like a one seed. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise you if the Warriors are a one seed. That's not. I'm not saying they will be. That's I mean, the only way they're going to be a one seed is if the Kaminga and Moody and some of these guys are nasty too. Jordan Poole takes a I don't step. Know. What, what were they? What were they last year? A three seed, and that was with Clay not playing the whole year. Like I don't. I don't know. Those guys all being rookies. We'll see. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think there's a significant jump in the West, though. We talked about some of these teams. Whatever, yeah, we'll leave yeah, that for right. the... West is going to be good we'll, Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that for the hoops. I know you only have a little bit of time, so I'm going to I'm gonna skip uh, a little bit and go into this, and then we'll talk hoops, which is um, basically fantasy season's coming up in a month, so I'm curious of how you're feeling about uh, some of the fantasy stuff. And I'm just trying to keep up with some of the moves, bro. And... Uh, this this oh, off season's so also been crazy, and you know I still I still need to start with saying like Tom Brady retired and then came back, so that was literally the start of this NFL off season. Um, now he's got Julio Jones, and everyone's out here talking like they got the best wide receiver core in the league now. Uh, Chris Godwin coming back off ACL, Mike Evans and Julio Jones, and it's like all right, dude, like whatever, bro. So it's just classic same shit. But that literally happened, right? You got, yeah. you got, uh, you got Sean Payton steps away from the Saints, right? And he's not coaching right now. There's a lot of what's going to happen with him going forward, and uh, where is he going to coach if he comes back? Um, Flores sues the NFL, and you got new coaches all over the league. You know, uh, Giants have one which I'm excited about, but the Dolphins, uh, fucking a dude. There's a bunch Viking Vikings, uh, Broncos. Uh, blah, blah, blah. there's a bunch Jags with Doug Peterson. So it's going to be interesting to see how some of these teams do with uh first year head coaches. Obviously guys have done it before. And then obviously how things shake out with this lawsuit that apparently just, we're not going to hear about for some amount of time. Um, Rogers comes back to green Bay and he has that walking into the training camp entrance. I'm sure you saw it cause it was all over the internet. And I'm just like, just another freaking example of why I shake my head at Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, dude, I literally can't stand this dude. And I'm I'm with you. I If I had a ton of money to bet right now, I'd be landed on the Vikings because I more than ever want that to happen and hoping it happens because I think the Packers are going to have a down season compared to what they have, even though they've literally won 13 wins um, every year since uh, LaFleur has taken over. Uh, wide receiver market's been out of control. So Devontae Adams leaves the Packers and then Tyreek goes to the Dolphins and you got all these moves, Julio Jones being the latest, um, and shaking up the wide receiver market. And you're still waiting to see what happens with a guy like OBJ and some other moves as the season kind of falls into place. And, um, I'm looking forward to that. Keep going down a little. We got a few other ones here. Like we got what Juju went to Kansas city. Yep. Hollywood Brown went to Arizona. Yep. Allen Robinson went to the Rams. Yep. A lot of good ones. This is all fantasy stuff that I think is great. Uh, Russell Gage went to Tampa Bay and was looking like he could be in in for like a big role because Godwin was supposed to be out. But then they signed Julio and now Godwin's supposed to be back. So they got a... Yeah, which is crazy because he had ACL surgery like seven months ago. If he's back for the start of the year, that'd be ridiculous. Well, they said he might miss like week. They're still they're still unsure for week one, but they he avoided the pup list, which I think would have put him out uh, week seven or six or something like that. Yeah, um, defense really dominated the draft. Uh, not a lot of big name QBs, and we're waiting to see how some of these quarterback competition plays out. But Baker got traded, and we'll see how that competition plays out. A lot of people still weighing on what happens with Jimmy G. We kind of talked about that last time we were on the podcast. And I'm no more uh, solid than when I was last time with you. Like, I'd be literally – I'd actually be mad if the Giants got Jimmy G. That's where I'm at right now with Jimmy G. Um, even though he has, like, some ridiculous, like, 38-14 and 14 record or 31-14 and 14 record, and they're, like, 
something like 12 and 28 or something without him. So, I mean, he does win, but uh, I don't know. I'm not, not really, like, into the Jimmy G thing. Uh, still waiting to see what's going on with Deshaun Watson. And there's guys like Alvin Kamara, like, if he's going to get suspended, he's been arrested. Uh, I saw Chris Carson retired with, like, a neck injury. Like, trying to keep up with all this stuff. Like, literally an end of era in Seattle. No Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf sitting out right now. Like, Debo Samuel sitting out right now. Practice there, but not not actually practicing. This new strategy of not holding out, but holding in. Like, literally going to practice, but not practicing. Trying to leverage the situation, which I actually think is pretty brilliant. Like, oh, I'm going to be here, but I'm not practicing unless you give me a contract. Um... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Deshaun Watson thing, which is like a third-party investigation, and we're still waiting to kind of hear that how that shakes out. And then uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts is one of the most interesting QB moves to me to see how it shakes out um, with kind of his last ride for him. Um, and obviously how things shake out for Cleveland with how long. Uh, what's his, uh, the Watson suspended? Um I saw they bring in Josh Rosen. Can you imagine they start Josh or Josh Rosen get some time in Cleveland because they decided to get Deshaun Watson and get rid of Baker Mayfield? That'd just be so funny, man. I know they're playing first week. Just funny shit to me. Uh Lamar Jackson. A lot of interesting stuff with Lamar Jackson, his contract. Like he's one of the most interesting dudes to me. I love Lamar Jackson, but like I don't know what he's doing. Like it's been big money in free agency and like a lot of these guys getting big money, including Kyler Murray, which by the way, we talked about his contract. And I know you saw the fact that he has an independent study hall put into his contract that was all over the airwaves this week that I'm literally just like, you got to be fucking kidding me with this shit. I, like four hours a week, bro. In, no video games, no screen. Biggest fucking joke ever. Embarrassment. Not only for Kyler Murray, for the National Football League and for the Arizona. Absolute fucking embarrassment. That's actually an embarrassment no, no, for no, the National Football League. That ass. That I, I, I cannot believe that. I lost a lot of respect for Kyler Murray. Hold on, hold on. I rarely listen to him, but had a like Colin Cowherd thing come on like my YouTube after something I was watching. He talked about this, and I thought he made a good point. To be honest, like I, that is absurd, especially to write the video game part in there. Like I'm not arguing that the entire thing's not absurd, but I think what people are freaking out about more is again i get saying it's wild to have to write that in there but it's like oh my god like does he not do this on his own it's like there are plenty of quarterbacks over the years that have talked about how they don't watch them yes lots of absolutely like howard was going through i'm like big bad brett Favre, lots of good quarterbacks so like hold on listen it's not just one way to do things so hold on so to me the wild thing is not that he maybe doesn't watch that much film or that the Cardinals have to ask him to watch film. It's that he so signed that. that. Not that he signed it because they gave him a shitload of money. Why would you not sign it? Like You're going to be like, okay, I'll watch my four hours of film a week. It's just like, who who put this out there? Like, Who did this benefit being out there? Like, Why would you put that in the contract? Like, If the contract's going to be publicly available for people to see, why would you write this in there? And why, if you're going to give him all this money, why would it not just not be like a handshake agreement? Like, hey, bro, we're going to give you all this money, but like, you you gotta like watch a little bit more film for us here. That's what we need. And like, probably could have gotten it sorted out. Like, if contracts become public and you're writing this in the contract, it's bound. People are going to see it. And like you said, it makes Kyler look bad. It makes the Cardinals look bad for giving money that they don't trust enough for a guy to do that it makes everyone bro i'm just saying like you should yeah like you don't put that in the contract the contracts are public and that's why i'm surprised he even signed up to that like precedent going forward like you're gonna try and put clauses in dudes contracts like they ain't gonna sign those bro like that's just set a bad precedent going forward there's a there's a long precedence of like the black quarterback not having uh you know the same read capability and not not the same work ethic and like, that is throwing a blemish on him, too. Like, I don't understand why he would do that, why he would sign for that. It just makes him look terrible, looks the team look embarrassing. And I'm just like, I'm not saying he has to watch film. I'm saying, why would you so- sign up saying, making it look like you, you're not working the, eligible, uh, the right amount? If someone has a contract for $230 million to be the highest paid quarterback, you're going to fucking sign it, like, the dude's probably like, okay, I'll do my four hours or whatever it is, five hours of shit. Like, I don't know. I think it gets blown up a little bit, but I think it's weird. Weirder on the Cardinals part more so than anyone that you had to put. Like, if you felt like you had to get that in the contract, you think you wouldn't want to give him all that money. 
like if you think he's going to do it, you feel like you could just kind of talk to him about it and maybe he would do it. So yeah, it's weird to me on the Cardinals part. I don't really blame Kyler for signing it or anything else. I, I don't know. Weird to me on the Cardinals part. For yeah. Sure. Uh, just real quick, well, just real quick, a uh, little nugget on this, uh, his 46.1 million, uh, the 2022 payroll for the Oakland A's, a team that drafted him in the MLB draft. I can't remember which draft it was. 48.5 million total payroll. I also saw they just swept the Astros. It was their first sweep of uh, this this MLB season. Uh, that's how I feel about betting on baseball, and that's how I feel about uh, these contracts in sports when they're putting in their clauses about doing homework. Um, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie about that. Uh, anywho. Um, Let's touch on some hoops before you got to go. Um, I got a few couple big points I wanted to touch on uh, before you got to go, which is, A, um, I'm seeing a lot of, let's see. I'm seeing a lot of, we talked about it a little bit last pod. Um, Sun's basically out, like can't even be in on Kevin Durant uh, for a trade. He are almost yeah. basically getting out to the point where likely eliminated. Um, still waiting to see what happens with Donovan Mitchell. Hopefully I'll have time to talk about that. But, um, uh, yeah, like we're still waiting to see like how these trades shake out with some of these guys that might get traded, Mike demanding trades, whatever. Um, now I think I still am on the, on the, I think in agreement with you that Kevin Durant is going to be on the nets to at least start the NBA season. Uh, but I'm seeing all, when I'm yeah. seeing all this stuff yeah. about the Celtics, and I was asking Duke in the chat, and I honestly I cannot believe he wouldn't trade uh, Jalen Brown or any of that for Kevin Durant because I think that's just a no brainer. Like if Kevin Durant's actually willing to go the there. Context of the trade. If it's um, Jalen Brown for KD straight up, you you do it. If it's Jalen Brown for KD straight up. Well, no shit, but you're not. That's not going to work for the Nets. So I'm saying for Jalen Brown and some other pieces, um, regardless of who it is, I would do that for Jason Tatum and straight up or with some other pieces for Kevin Durant. Honestly, I think with Jalen Brown would be pretty sick too. I would do that. Um, I I love the fact that they got Malcolm Brogdon. I leave this I leave this in context where like I love the fact that they got Malcolm Brogdon as much as I'm like not a big Malcolm Brogdon guy like you. I do think that's a big move for them if they're able to kind of keep their core together if they don't get Kevin Durant. But what I am saying, if if they were able to keep Malcolm Brogdon and one of those all-star caliber guys and get Kevin Durant, I think the Celtics have a better chance of winning championship either next year, next season, or within those four seasons that he's under contract for than they would if they didn't get Kevin Durant over the next four seasons. I do not think the Boston Celtics are like shoo-ins to represent the Eastern Conference Make multiple finals going forward with with uh, the guys that they have, even with the addition of Malcolm Brogdon. So I'm actually stunned that Duke, as a Celtics fan, is like, nah, bro, I don't want KD. Cause like this is the shit that I'm talking about, where KD's in that realm of guys where it's like, bro, there aren't that many guys that are like this good, this of age, like this legendary that are like willing to come to your team. And as much as I love what the Thunder are doing right now. I think the Thunder are going to be really good. I saw them adding a bunch of uh, assistant coach for with the Spurs. Uh, I, I, I'd have to look up his name. I have a screenshot of it. But he was like long time with the Spurs, really high remarks. Um, bringing in also some other guys on the staff. Like I think the, I think the Thunder are going to have a really good like growing season. Like they're going to, these guys are going to mature a little bit and then come next season, like you're really going to see them kind of coming into their zone of like one of these younger teams that, might be up and coming and may able to make some noise. But, like, how many teams are going to be able to get a guy like Katie, a guy like LeBron? I mean, I'm talking, what, Giannis? Like, I, I what, Luka? Like, I'm talking these five guys, right? Yeah, there's some all-star caliber guys, veteran guys that get traded. I'm talking these, like, upper echelon guys in the NBA. Like, I think this is a mistake if the Boston Celtics don't, don't do this. And with all the smoke I've been hearing about it, like, Katie's still trying to get traded. So it'd be interesting to see how the season started if Brooklyn just went forward with the roster they currently have too. So my whole thing is the Celtics are in a good spot, but they don't have to do this. A lot of teams are like, like the Suns don't have to do it, but they probably need to shake up a little more with Chris Paul getting old, um, eight and maybe being unhappy. Like Celtics are one of the few teams where like they don't have to do anything. With this almost exact four, now plus Gallinari, 
Gallinari plus Brogdon, they made the finals last year. So uh, I think there's less pressure on them to do anything, which is why I think they're in these talks. Like if Kevin Durant's out there because of everything you said, you have to inquire about Kevin Durant. He's on the trade market. It would be malpractice if you're Brad Stevens to not even reach out and see what it would take to get Kevin Durant. You, you absolutely have to do that. So we all know they're not trading Jason and Tatum. The next piece is Jalen Brown. Like you're not, you're not getting a trade done if you're not putting Jalen Brown in it, if it's a Kevin Durant trade. That's like the bare minimum starting point. So just to start off where I stand, I'm semi against the trade, but it's because of what I'd assume they'd have to put in. If somehow it was a Jalen Brown KD trade, you absolutely do that. KD is better than right now and next year than Jalen Brown will ever be in his best case scenario of his career. You do that in a heartbeat. That's not going to be the trade. So the next question is, do you do... I'm just going to take this like through my steps of it. What I do, Jalen Brown, Derek White, and like two picks. Maybe. I have like no, I'm like 50 50 on that. That's like, I think you probably have to do that because you're getting Kevin Durant and like you had Jalen Brown, or sorry, you had uh, Derek White for half a season. He had some good games, had some pretty bad games in the finals, good games in the conference finals, I believe. I think you still have to do that. Where I draw the line, and I'm pretty sure this is what was out there, is that the most recent trade offer that the Celtics had declined was Marcus Smart. I forget how many picks in Jalen Brown. And I don't think I'm doing that either, to be honest. Really? You're not doing that? No, because the thing is... No, when you just got Malcolm Brogdon. As much as I think Malcolm Brogdon's a great get, he hasn't played 60 games in like four years now. He's had a bunch of injuries the last few years. I've talked about how I think Miles Bridges, even Rudy Gobert, probably not Miles, Mikael Bridges, probably or Rudy Gobert should have been Defensive Player of the Year. But nonetheless, Marcus Smart was one of the best defenders in the year in the league last year, and he won it. And what made the Celtics so great is Marcus Smart was able to step up and play decent point guard. You wanted better option there, so you brought in Brogdon for a little more traditional point guard playmaking. But you're able to run lineups of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Um, Jason Tatum, Rob Williams, Al Horford, you're able to run these long lineups where everyone can kind of do everything out there and you don't have a weak defender. So my thinking is if I'm getting rid of Smart and Jalen Brown, I kind of think I'm losing like the identity of the team a little bit. Like that, what's made us so good the last few years. Like Marcus Smart's the vocal guy in the locker room. These guys came up together. They're all great defenders. Like I know how great Kevin Durant is, but I think you're now almost in the spot you were in last year. We were looking at the Celtics in the postseason. We were like, wow, they're, they don't have options if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't hitting shots. I don't want to give away a bunch of guys to get one really good guy. I could do it with Derek White. I think Marcus Smart's a little too valuable to give up him. And, and I, I know how absurd that sounds because you're getting Kevin Durant. But, like, there's so many elements that are coming into this. All right, like, all right. How long, last thing, last thing, how long are you getting Kevin Durant for? Like, Jalen Brown's what, like 26, 27 years old? Bro, he's, got, he's, four, he's under contract for four years, so you'd be getting four seasons yeah, out of him. Yeah, okay, sorry. Well, okay, that's what the Brooklyn Nets probably thought too, and they're not. But also, I'm Yeah, saying, how fair long point. Kevin, how long of Kevin Durant in his prime, Kevin Durant, are you getting coming off Achilles injuries? Like, I think I know what Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart bring. And I think if I'm the Celtics, I'd probably sit there. Like, if it were me, I was like, Here's two first-round picks. Here's Jalen Brown. Okay, bro. All right, dude. This is the – yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that shit too. Like, Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant's game ain't going to age like Russell Westbrook's. Like, Kevin Durant's game, like, he'll be able to live out this this four-year contract, and if he's alongside a guy like Jason Tatum with a – with a guard like Malcolm Brogdon, like, I assume he'll be able to score some points and and contribute to some wins for his team. Um, I'm literally – I'm literally just stunned that you kind of sound like this too. Like – I, I've asked you this plenty of times, but I guess I'm just asking you then because they have made some moves and then just with their run and their team that's currently constructed and maybe some other moves they might make going forward. Like you think the Celtics, if they don't get Kevin Durant, have a chance to win a championship. And then B, my other question would be if that is, I mean, they do have a chance. I'm saying like you, I'm saying, of course they have a chance. I'm saying, do you think they're going to win a championship Within the next four years, I've asked you this like five times. Within the next four seasons, do you see the Celtics winning a championship if they don't get Kevin Durant? That's such a tough question. I see the Celtics having 
for the foreseeable future, the second best odds of coming out of the East after the Bucks. So, like, I don't, I don't see how I can say that. I, yes, I expect them to get a championship. When I'm going to sit here and say that, that I think the Bucks are the better team. Guess what? I think the Bucks are the better team. If you trade, if you trade Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and get Kevin Durant, I think the Bucks are the better team still. I think if you can keep Marcus Smart, maybe just trade Jalen Brown, like. It might sound like I'm really overweighting Marcus Smart. What I'm more putting the weight into is, like, having an extra guy on your roster who's not just an NBA player, like, a top NBA player that you know you can play 35 minutes a night and trust him. Like, I value having two really high-level starters, and it scares me to give that up for a guy who's been injured, even if he's one of the three best players in the league right now, Kevin Durant, who's been unhappy in a lot of places. I don't know. I struggle with that. And like, what are you, what are you going to do? Like what made the Celtics, this, this is all side stuff. But what made the Celtics so good last year is that big lineup where they had Al Horford, Rob Williams out there together a lot of the time. Are you going to run Al Horford, Rob Williams, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, like three power forwards in a center and like then put one guard. Like, I'm not saying it won't work. I'm not saying that's the reason you don't do the trade. It's just, I'd, I'd really like to keep as many pieces as possible. And I consider Marcus Smart much more of a piece than I consider Derek White. But the Nets probably feel the same way. The Nets are probably like, I mean, Derek White's cool, but we don't want Derek White. Yeah, I mean, I guess like the way you describe the the, the trade offers, like I would be, if I'm the Nets, I'm literally fucking laughing. So in my opinion, KD's either sitting out or playing for the Nets. Um, I saw Draymond Green hopes to sign a... Hold on, hold on. What? You're not taking any of those trades. You're not taking those trades if you're the Nets, you're saying? No, absolutely fucking not. If I'm not getting back, if I'm not getting back Marcus Smart... With one of either oh, okay. Jalen Brown or uh, Jalen Brown or Tatum with some picks or nothing, then I'm absolutely not even considering it. If you're throwing me Derek White and fuck it, yeah, absolutely not. You're gonna have to throw in more. So yeah, I mean, the Celtics don't seem to want to give want to give that up, and the Nets aren't gonna want to go for anything less. So I think Kevin Durant's gonna be stuck. He can demand all the trade he wants. I like Jalen Brown. I like Jalen Brown a lot. If I'm the Nets, I'm like. Yeah, I'm just going to keep calling the Pelicans over and over and seeing what I need to do to get Brandon Ingram and maybe some other pieces. Maybe a Herb Jones, some picks. Pelicans have a lot of stuff. Like, Brandon Ingram would probably, like... For Kevin Durant? You're talking for Kevin Durant? If I were the Nets, I think the Pelicans would be the team I'd be targeting right now to try and get that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably a good move if they could. Um, Yeah, or the Thunder. Uh... All right, I saw this, which I wanted to talk about. Then I got a couple funny and other stuff before you got to go. So hopefully we can make this quick. Uh, I saw Draymond hopes to sign a four-year, $164 million max extension with the Warriors. Um, though indications are that Tima has not planned, no plans to make that offer, at least yet. Um, I was curious about this just because, like, I think he has this year and then left next year left on his deal. Like, is he is he gonna get extended after that? Like for a supermax? Like, I would not do that. And so I get the whole like I, I, I get the whole like oh we got to do right by Draymond. But like if you're the Warriors, like that would be that would be a terrible deal. And trying to get up off that, in my opinion, would be worse than trying to get up off Russ. And I will leave it at that. Go for it. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a crazy take. He's 32 right now. Yeah, if you had Draymond on a max and it's like 37 season, like, yeah, that could be one of the uglier things in the world. He's probably not playing basketball. Then he's probably retired at that point. Um, I did see something yesterday. I'm trying to pull it up now, like make sure where I saw it from, saying that they basically, the Warriors would likely not be giving him a max and would let him seek other options or other teams to give him a match. I can't imagine what team would give him a match. Not a single fucking team. Not a single team. The team that's been reported to him forever is apparently Damian Lillard's always really wanted to play with Draymond. Like, that's been the team. Like, that would be quite literally suicide franchise. Like, I already think the contract that they did, I already think the Dame contract that they did is going to be, like, ugly in the (laughs) last year of that, probably. I think Dame's going to have a good next year back next year. I just think that Five years from now, that could be kind of ugly. If they went out and got Draymond, my lord, their Blazers are just yeah. purgatory. Yeah, like ten years after that. Yeah, but I don't think he goes anywhere. I think it would take. I don't know. Not that like I know like just from watching Draymond going through 
seen him do interviews over the years. It's kind of like, I don't think he would just go to a team that's going to be trash, especially after experiencing the Warriors. <laughs> seen him do interviews, you mean his fucking podcast? Out. And those would be the teams, the teams that have the max contract spots are usually the trash teams. So, like, I can't imagine what team he'd be, go- he'd be leaving the Warriors with Steph yeah. Clay and all these guys. Yeah, to be honest, bro, years, in, so. t- in two years, like this yeah. season and then next season, I see Draymond Green sticking to his podcast, not literally on an NBA team. Uh, that's just the way I feel about it. Um, and some of his yeah, shit's good, I mean, by the way. Like, I, like, I'm down with checking out some of his shit. But, like, some of his shit is really fucking annoying, too, by the way. Like, it's... Yeah, for sure. It's, like, it's for almost sure. worse than what we do here. And some of the shit we do here is pretty annoying. But whatever. I digress. Um, all right, a couple funny things before we go. Uh, they discontinued the Choco Taco. Please tell me you've eat, you've been eating the Choco Taco since it's been around, right? Like, I've probably had, like under five in my life that's just good, a fucking that's just like one of the hottest takes so, you've ever I, gave i've only I'll, had I'll five in my life all right all right dude. Good. <laughs> I, prob- I probably honestly had like three in my you're life. fucking like, serial where killer. i saw people get them was at ice cream trucks a lot of the time and my go-to at ice cream trucks was always in uh like the ice cream cookie sandwiches that's always what i get every single time at ice cream trucks. so like no spongebob with gumball eyes uh i just haven't had many did you check up the the girl with the ostrich, the pet ostrich or whatever the fuck that thing is, the emu? I don't know what you're talking that about. That I told you about last pod? Oh my gosh. Oh, you didn't know what I, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Pet emu girl. Pet emu girl. Um, you see all the new swag for the NFL season? That's pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how many times they're actually going to rock this stuff, but they should rock it, like, all the time. Like, it's so much better than the normal jerseys. Like, I don't know. That's just the way I feel about the NFL, too. Um, yeah, bro, what is, good, uh, what is good with the fucking Red Sox as you're looking for that video? Did you see they lost 28-3 to or something? I mean, it was fucking ridiculous. It was embarrassing. I saw there was five games after the All-Star break. They're like minus 57 was their run differential or something. It's like the worst in MLB history. I'm like, what? And like they were having like a pretty like decent season before the All-Star break. And now it looks like they don't even know how to play baseball. Like it's Little League. Uh, but Yeah, it looks like they've lost uh, a lot. In one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they've lost seven out of their last eight games. So yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, that is brutal. You know, I mentioned uh, I mentioned that I mentioned the the Oakland A's. They swept the Astros, which are looking for a hundred wins too. That and the Mets, Yankees, which got swept by the Mets in the Subway Series, which is like I figured you would have split one of those. Like they only played two, I think. But it's just like one of the things that I hate. I like I've been watching some of the baseball, dude, because I've been betting on it a little bit. So it's like fun to watch it, I guess, because I'm betting on the games. But I'm not like betting a bunch, like it's the NBA. Uh but I do think it's funny, like, college kids that were in the golf place last night, like, threw, threw a, on the Yankees money line in the, uh, you know, seventh inning or whatever the fuck it was. Could, couldn't be literally older than 21, 22. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, damn, bro, like, this is the shit with the sports gambling that's got me all, like, I'm like, anybody can do it. Anybody that's over the age or whatever. And it's just like, that was, I was telling the kid, I'm like, that's just a dumb bet to me. Like, the way this game's been playing out, like, why would you put 10 bucks on that? Like, maybe five, like, or whatever, like, pretty good. It's plus money on the Yankees, but, like, 10 bucks on that? Like, like whatever, dude. I get you're getting probably money from your parents, but, like, Jesus Christ, like, fucking, it seems like a bad bet. I don't know. Like, if I was able to be, I'm actually glad I was not able to bet until this past October because I definitely need to bet most of the time, and bet on baseball is fucking tough, dude. Betting on baseball is tough. I won't do it. Moral of this story is, like, Aaron Judge, like, he's, like, basically minus odds to win the uh, AL MVP. He goes 0 for, I think he went 0 for 5 last night with three strikeouts. And it was, like, I think it was, uh, Scherzer was only the second pitcher this season to have three strikeouts on Judge. It's just, like, what? Like, my, the all-star or caliber player, the favorite to win MVP on any football team or any NBA team would score a point or catch a pass if you go to a game. That's just the way I feel about it. Like, I don't go to a Yankees game to watch Aaron Judge catch a fly out and strike out three times and then have two other fucking pop-ups. Like, that's... Yep. I don't know. That's, that's tough for me. Not fun. Not fun part about baseball. Yeah, um, that's terrible. Jake, 
uh, Papass and my buddy Silvio and all my friends from Danbury, one of their buddies from home is in the NFL and he actually just got signed to the Giants today. Oh, that's fucking sick. Uh, two, one, two thoughts on that, and I know you got to go, which is, um, yeah, I thought you said you were coming around this past weekend and I just never heard from you. I knew I wasn't actually going to make it out, but like, you're like, oh, yo, I got to get you these shorts or let's chill. And then I never hear from you. It's kind of like I, how I feel about when I, I hit you up to do the pod sometimes. Like, just never hear from you. Kind of like Chew fucking never, never texting me back. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, bro. Uh, yeah, it is what no, it is. No, I do. I have to, I have to come home on Sunday, this Sunday. I didn't end up going back last weekend. I have to come home on Sunday. And sleep in Killingworth, so I'll be in Killingworth on Sunday. Sleep in Killingworth. What, you going on vacation or something? Yeah. No, I'll be. I'm just off work on Monday. At least watching the house. A photo thing, like for our wedding invitation. So. Oh, nice, dude. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Cool. This is um. How do I share this here? Uh. Dude, the Giants just signed. Okay, and I just wanna. I wanna leave you with this, bro. I need to leave you with this. I haven't seen you on the games. Um. Been playing a little bit here and there because I wasn't playing games for a long time, and then it. it's been super hot. And uh, so, what? You got to download um, Call of Duty War, the Warzone one. It's free. It's like a Fortnite version of Call of Duty. It's free. Jake, Jake, Barry, and Mo and I play it. What the hell are you trying to show me? I don't see anything. Um. Nah, fuck that. I'm not trying to do that. Let me just let me just tell you, and I've been playing a little bit, but let me just tell you why I stopped playing video games as much as, like, I still would play and come in. Even though I don't like doing the shooting games, even though we get to chat or whatever. I'd much rather get in and play, like, yo, let's play some hoop or let's play a fucking sports game. Uh, but let me tell you why I stopped playing. Because this is exactly why, bro. And this shit honestly pisses me off, bro. Like, I'll be playing, I'll be playing the, the game, and I'll have either, like, a kid who's literally like under the can't even drive. There's no way he could drive a car. Fucking swearing at me, telling me to f- all this shit. Fucking fucking my mom. All this shit. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to play a fucking video game, and I'm trying to win. Like, I'm trying to win, bro. The amount of dudes that get on that game, not only talking shit, like obviously older people too, but like they're not even trying to win. But I'm like, what is going on, bro? Like they literally, they're either just taking fucking shots because they want to shoot, fucking. Not- not passing, don't play D, fucking quitting, AI guys. And I'm j- I've just been playing it recently, probably the last week or so, since it's been so fucking hot, trying to kill some of the day. And I'm like, dude, this is why I don't want to play this shit. Because it's just so fucking dumb. I'm not even playing my friends. I'm literally not even able to win. It's like, why am I playing this shit? So I hope we get to play hoop again sometime. But like at this point, bro, it's just like, it's so dumb. I'm like, bro, I can, I'm trying to play this game to win. Like, I'm not in this shit to fucking watch this dude shoot or for me to shoot every fucking time. Like, I want to play normal basketball. And that just fucking amazes me, the amount of dudes that are just out there just playing fucking video games that aren't even fucking, like, playing normal. Like, yeah, you get one every here and there. But that's it's very rare. Um, You get what I'm saying, though? That shit's crazy. We got to fucking play yeah. hoop. One, I just want to hoop once. They're coming out with a new hoop soon. You're going to get it or no? You're not even going to get the new hoops? It's in September, I think. I'll get, I'll get it. I don't care because I'll always just like, even if I hate the my career, like I'll play some games throughout the year. I like doing the associations and shit like that. It's like, I'll get it. I'll try it out. Uh, it, yeah, it's just tough because it's, if you don't have three, it's far less fun unless it's okay if you do no spots sometimes but even still people are just like not even trying to win and just trying to huck up shots and like yeah it's, that's the only reason that i can do shooter games a little bit more yeah but dude isn't what what's this, the same thing with the shooter game like there's a nasty dude that's shooting it's like what are you playing just fucking shooting at people because everyone's everyone's far more clear on the goal. Like, the thing people want to do is the goal of the game. To win the game, you have to kill the other team, secure the area, whatever the objective is, be the last one alive. It's the same objective for everyone, so you don't have people going rogue, like, bro, you, whereas in sports, it's like, you trying to take over is not fucking helping anyone. Like, you're literally making us lose, and I'm just trying to win. Like, that's the tough thing about those yeah. all sports teams, I feel like. I love, I love 2K. I wish it was... I don't even know how you fix that. I don't think they know how to fix that. 
I would love if there was a way to. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know if it's possible, man. There's a lot of things that we would wish we could fix. I don't know if it's possible to fix. All right, brother. I know you got to go. Much love for swinging by today. Hopefully, we'll catch up soon. And then, uh, I don't know, I'll hit you up hopefully next week. I got heading to Block Island tomorrow or Saturday, I mean. And then uh, a few other things next week. But, yeah, I'll hit you up. I got Boosh caddying for me in a couple weeks, so I'll get to see Boosh again. So tell tell him you said hi. All right, right, be good. Yeah, have fun with your uh, pictures and everything. Hopefully, we'll catch up soon. See you, dude. Yeah, I'll I'll hit you. I don't know what time I'm getting there Sunday, but I'll hit you up. Yeah, it should be around, so hit me up. Okay. All right, see you. Peace. Peace. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I got to get going, too. I got to work soon. Let the dog out, even though it's fucking 100 and muggy and humid. It's like I'm fucking in Africa. Freaking drought, bro. So freaking dry. I don't even remember last time we actually got rain, which is rare, um, because I remember last year raining a bunch. Um, Yeah, I had some solo stuff I thought I was going to have time to touch on, but I definitely don't. Uh, So I'll get out of here with a couple thoughts that I had written down at least before I end it, which is... um, Damn, dude, we live in a highlight society. Not only be... Going back to, like, old school stuff that I was talking about with, like, Dickie V, old school uh, sports center, and, like, the captain, the documentary I was watching on Derek Jeter, and how much better baseball was back in that time period when the Yankees and Red Sox had that rivalry going on. Um, It's just literally a highlight society, bro. Not only with what you see going on, obviously, with the highlights on sports center now, and literally anything you pull up on your phone is basically a highlight in terms of if it's sports-related or non-sports-related. People are doing highlight, basically, videos of themselves. It seems like it's just non-stop highlight society, bro. And, I don't know, I've been thinking to do more of that. I see all these guys posting uh, pictures of, or videos of them playing golf holes and, you know, things that I would do, but don't really do on my personal side, but I'll come out here and video myself and talk to Rich and whatnot, so I don't know, it's kind of strange, but I've never been about that, and I've also realized the more and more I've been seeing, like, the funny stuff with Katie and shit, like, I don't even know how to do that, like, make video, all this fucking highlight real looking cool shit that I see people doing and getting mad likes that are, like, seven years younger than me and views and all these things are people hyped up about uh when it comes to social media including um athletes uh non-athletes the average individual um anybody that has it uh it's just crazy though because you know i've been thinking about it with the whole aspect of facebook and like who's on facebook right now which is like basically our parents and grandparents And I guess, yeah, you could still have your Facebook. It's like, you ain't using Facebook like that. And if you are, like, that's, I don't know. I guess it might be working if you're, that's the market you're targeting. But I really doubt that people are using Facebook uh, as their platform to either get their business going and, and, you know, post their video selfie of what they're doing and all that, like, you know, it's Instagram, it's TikTok, and, you know, a couple years from now, it's going to be something else. So it's who's going to be willing to keep up with the wave and the technology and the change. And I think you're seeing it a lot, not only how it's affected sports, but in sports right now with, you know, video replay and changing of rules and all the things that kind of come into sport uh, with all this money that's been filtered in, uh, obviously with sports gambling, but just in general with these contracts and that you're able to give out these contracts because of these TV contracts and all these other contracts and ticket sales and merchandise and all these other things, including sports gambling. Uh, you know, it's funny to me because, you know, think about it. You go get your license renewed, it's like $100. Uh, I got my car tax bill, um, whatever the amount is. This to school government, this to town government. It's like, what the fuck is that, bro? And it's like, when you really sit back, never mind insurance and shit, don't even get me started on that. But like, when you think about the stuff that you put into just living, being able, you know, I'm living, this is the stuff I have to pay for. It's just crazy to me. Where does all that money go? Like, that just absolutely fucking blows my mind. 
all this money in sports gambling, but all this money that is just collected for what the town government, the, the, uh, it just expand. You could just get expanded to beyond belief, bro. Without things are right now, financially for a lot of people, and then physically, emotionally, economically, and then obviously COVID related. It's just wild to me. And the thing going on, obviously with all these terrible things, drought all over the country, fires, floods, obviously the war and nonstop gun attacks. It's just it's out of control, man. And it's tough to just be able to come in and be like, oh, yeah, sports. Yep, this is cool. Like, I like sports a lot. I have a lot of passion for it, and I do. And, uh, you know, it's tough to kind of draw that fine line as I get older, as I, you know, I look at this different perspective of it, and I talk to these people, and I see there's a lot of this youth movement that has really been bothering me um let me set me let me set this back a little bit so i can keep this going um the youth movement that's really been bothering me um where i just see this constant no respect for your elders absolutely zero respect for your elders which is something i was just taught at a young age i was taught a lot of things at a young age that i think have kind of formulated me to the person i am today um, you know, even through all this pain and sadness and hurt, um, you know, I try to continue living on and doing the things that make me happy and, um, deal with all the crazy stuff going on. Uh, I think it's hard. I think I've seen, uh, Big Ben and Cam Hayward getting into it and obviously social media being bought up in that and just in general, like the constant uh, struggle that everyone's kind of having, um, themselves, you know, everyone's going to embrace their own struggle and have to go through what they have to go through. And it's just wild over time, you know, it's time goes by and it continues to seem to go by faster and things seem to change and conversations seem to be endless, but nothing really seems to get done at the end of the day. Um, because there's so many people and so many views and so many opinions and so many likes and files and all this shit. And it's, it's all just extra to me, man. You'd be lucky if you can find someone that truly just appreciates you who for who you are and is willing to accept that and um, be with you like that going forward because I believe that's also extremely hard to find. And, you know, as I see all these changes, not only in sports, but with all these people getting older in sports as well that I can remember... Um, watching because i've watched sports for as long as i can remember here's a good one for you i saw monet davis is 21 and drinking alcohol and in college fun nugget that might make you feel old if you follow sports yeah i miss guys like chew um they used to come by on the pod obviously rich comes by the pod raj stops by the pod every once in a while but duke can't remember the last time he was on the pod um would love to have other of my friends come on the pod but they ain't really about it. So at this point, I've realized the only way I'm really going to actually be able to do the pod is be doing it solo. And doing it solo as much as I can do it and will do it is really not as fun. And then kind of has me all up in this wild controversy of, well, don't want to talk about life things, sport things. It's all a bunch because to me, my podcast is my podcast. And I see all this content. I see all this creation of content. I see all these people talking about their views and things. And at the end of the day, there's a few things that I've really learned to appreciate about myself, which is A, I've always been true to do what I want to do and what makes me happy when it comes to my personal self. And some examples of that are uh, dying my mullet and keeping my mullet ripping, uh, keeping my tattoo dream going. Uh, as much as I hate paying for it sometimes, my car and a lot of personal things that I've done to better myself because those are things that I wanted. Um, but podcast related, I learned to really appreciate that as much as maybe I think people don't follow my shit or don't listen to my shit or don't care about my shit. I think I'm actually good at this shit. And I am really good at teaching golf. And I've learned to appreciate that the more comments I've gotten back because I've been teaching more golf, more golf than I've ever taught in my life. And it really hasn't even been that much teaching of golf. Just a couple lessons a week here and there, you know, in the spring, it was five, six lessons a week, but I can only imagine doing what I dream like I was dreaming about when I'm doing the podcast, and you just can't give up, even though things seem tough at times. 
Um, if you give up, then you're either finding something else to do or you're really down. Um, when you're down about other things, um, it's tough to be down about the things that make you happy. So basically my advice is, and it always has been, to continue to chase your dreams, like Dickie V was saying at the ESPYs, and a lot of these incredible words that come out of these incredible legends' mouths with these platforms, and I think they should be using them more for some of these issues to try and calm the waters when it comes to this overall hierarchy of views and problems, but at the end of the day, it's not their responsibility to do that. It's nobody's responsibility to do that, and it's probably too far gone at this point. Um, so it's kind of got me out of whack, but... At the end of the day, um, self-pride and battling through those internal issues and anxiety things that everyone deals with personally, whatever it is, um, are wins. Um, you got nothing to lose and... You, know, you can take a lot of good from that when there's a lot of bad out there and everyone's trying to get to a certain spot and racing and constantly judging others and not necessarily focusing on themselves when they're worried about all this others and what others are doing and thinking and saying. and It just doesn't matter because there's... You can get in a fight with anybody... Um, can also lose anybody at any time. There's constant change, and you lose people, and you meet new people, and you. It's just. It's a bunch. Life is pretty crazy. I think it's changed a lot. And that's all I got for today. Hopefully, I'll be back soon. Appreciate all love. See y'all next time on the Seggy Station.